Network. Alright, welcome back everybody to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, is my brother, DJ. Oh, yo, what's up? And my other brother is joining us yet again for his second run, which may be a permanent one, Colonel Mustard himself. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? So, we have a lot of things to go through. It's been a very, very, very busy week for video games. But then again, that always happens with uh, uh, with E3. And anything that comes out of E3, always, always just so many fucking announcements. Does this, as if, you know, they're just going to jump in the last minute and get on, on the docket. <laughs> so, we got a lot of things to talk about. So, let's, let's, um... I don't know. What do you guys? What do you, What do you guys want to do first? Do you guys want to spit roast Bethesda first, or do you guys want to talk about the big three and what's going to happen? We'll talk about the minor stories right now, quote unquote. I say we talk about the big three, All and right. particularly mustard. I mean, what do you What do you think? I'm not a roast Bethesda, honestly. <laughs> I vote. Okay, I vote for. I, I vote. Let's get the big three out of the way. And then we're going to spend a long, hard time with Bethesda. Attacking Bethesda. <laughs> Alright, so um, Sony, and this is probably the biggest announcement of E3, Sony is not going to be there this year. What? Why? Why do you guys think this is? Because I have my suspicions. Uh, what do you guys think it is? Like, I'm going to let you guys go first. Well, if I honestly had to guess, I believe what Sony is trying to do is like, like one of those... Like a gamble type of deal. Like they're pulling out of E3, and they're probably going to do like announce their own type of uh, all Sony conference, just to focus completely on themselves. You think they're going to launch like a PAX thing? Perhaps. I think that's basically what they uh, they plan on doing. Probably in the near future, maybe at the end of summer. Like a Sony con. Yeah, pretty much. Uh and for the record, I cannot say I'm for this decision. This is this is freaking E3, like the biggest gaming media news event, like in the world. Like in this the is world, where yeah. every yeah, yeah, like everybody, you know, who's anybody, you know, watches E3, and you you get all the big uh, news outlets, you know, CNN, uh, ABC, et cetera, et cetera. Like this is when all eyes, even non gamers. Are at this event. Didn't uh, didn't the New Yorker actually do a piece on E3 a few years ago? Am I wrong about uh, that? I, I can I, I can yeah, Google dude. that. Hold I think on. So. Uh, but uh, mustard, what do you think? Um, there's definitely publicity and mystery. You know, I feel like not them not being you know present at E3. It's just a whole publicity game, like. It makes everybody wonder, you know, like what what they're doing, and people are probably googling Sony now more than ever, you know. <clears throat> it's kind of like it's kind of like the whole playing psychological thing where 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 like you remember Cloverfield, how like we didn't get to see the monster until right. the movie actually came out, you know. It was that you know publicity, but everybody was still fucking talking about it, even though we didn't know what it was. So I think. I think that's that's what they're trying to do, and I do think the DJ is accurate in saying that they're probably going to launch their own convention with their own, you know, features and exclusives. Because Sony has done a lot this year, and a lot more games are starting to do uh, Sony exclusives first, you know. And I just feel like and, they and, have and you have developers lining up 
to be on the Sony developer exclusive list. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just saying I feel like they have something way more complicated up their sleeve than we actually think. And uh, this is all publicity stunt uh, not being at E3. Yeah. I personally think that, um, honestly, I think they sank a lot of money into projects that they that didn't pan out, like the, uh, the PlayStation Virtual and... A few other things, uh, like we have, we have, a, we have a few other accessories that just did not launch. Uh, the the PlayStation keyboard and mouse. Did you guys see that shit for a little, for a little bit? Uh, yeah, I yes. actually did that. See that being advertised? Yes, I did. And then uh, it turns out that you can just use a regular keyboard and mouse. So Sony investing all this money in a proprietary uh, keyboard and mouse setup that costed two hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Like they 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 made a lot of bad financial decisions. And I think with them throwing money at the PS5, trying to keep ahead of Xbox rather than, uh, you know, competing with them, I think they just blew their budget. I think that they, they, they blew their load before they could even get into the bed. <laughs> well, that's a really interesting way to put it. <laughs> Hello. All right. Well, that's an interesting image. Yeah, we're nerds, but we're not we're not we're not those kinds of nerds. But anyways, let's uh, let's move on to Microsoft because Microsoft right now seems to be sitting pretty and just announced uh, recently their all digital content uh, Xbox, which is essentially an Xbox One S with a bigger hard drive and a little bit more processing power to get that 4K feel and 4K rendering. Uh, but what what do you think the guys what do you think they're going to go for this year? Because last year was a shit show. So yeah, it was. What, what, what do you think? Uh, what do you think, DJ? Uh, <clears throat> well, as far as the digital console goes, I mean, the rumor has it that uh, it's just going to be like I guess one of those streaming consoles. And one has to wonder. I mean, it's an interesting idea. I don't entirely agree with it, but it's an interesting idea. But if the price is right, you could buy an Xbox One S for, the, for a regular price, but, you know, but this is supposed to have less features, so I wonder why it isn't cheaper. Well, it, it is, it's going to be the same price as an Xbox One S. Yeah, exactly, you know, and, and for the same price, you can get everything that this new digital console can do, plus more, because you have a disc drive, you can put disc and watch movies in, and you can buy digital games, not just stream them. I, mean, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I, I think that streaming thing is uh, off the mark. Let's uh, let's look into that. You keep talking though. Um, <clears throat> well, alrighty then. <laughs> I, I want to be. I want to be factual on this podcast. You know what I mean. So oh. let's look up the old Googler. Well, let's get know, right? let's get the Google out and put it in my mouth. All right. So let's see. Uh, it says Xbox One <laughs> S All Digital Edition, Xbox One S One Terabyte All Digital Console, Xbox yeah. Wireless Controller. Uh, it's one hundred and ninety nine dollars, so it might actually be a little bit cheaper. Nice. Yeah, it's actually cheaper mm. than okay. the two forty nine Xbox One S. I like it. Uh, let's okay. see. Build a library of games that travels with you and is available in the cloud, so it's not a streaming service. You own them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, pre-install upcoming games. A discless Xbox is what it is. Yeah, essentially, really. it's just going straight, straight all digital. And I, I really okay, I really like this. Hmm. Like, I actually really, really like that idea. I, 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 look, look, look at this big ass warning right here, right? All digital does not play physical discs. 
right? It's a good warning, dude. All right, so we do have 4K. It is going to have HDR. It is going to have spa- uh, spatial audio. Uh, for those of you who are not audio nerds, uh, that just means it's going to sound real good. Um, was that was that racist? That might have been racist. No comment. Nah, just because you do a funny accent doesn't make it racist. Okay, cool. So uh, let's see. The only thing it's missing is like the ultra high stuff from like the Xbox does not One play. X. Regular discs. Then <laughs> that's still coming up right? again. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 honestly, you know what? That is kind of funny. But truth be told, people, there's a lot of people who you gotta oh, make yeah. that clear for them. It's, yeah, uh... you do. Yeah, dude, definitely. Coming from somebody who worked at retail for a long time, yes. <laughs> no matter, no matter how many times you put things on the fucking box, they're still gonna ask about it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. Like, so yeah, there, so there, you, there you have it. It's it's. Uh... There's our education going hard Dude, that's at work. Sick. I'm actually really looking forward to that. I that is really yeah. Dope. I, you know, I have to admit, like I said, my biggest part was the price. One ninety nine. Yeah, fifty dollars exactly. cheaper. Exactly. You know, see now that makes a lot more sense. Else, because I was like, what is like? Wait, if you're doing this, but it's gonna be the same price. Why even bother with this? But yeah, but now it's like one ninety nine, cheapest system out there right now, and that it's four K is... capable. Yeah, see, the Xbox One S originally is not 4K capable. It can HDR in 4K, and as like you know, I think you have to have a certain type of frequency in your TV yeah, let's to, see, uh, to do it. But this Xbox One, one S, uh, I mean, yeah, see, play 4K video movies, streaming, uh, 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray is not included in the One S. Yep. Well, well, either way, it's still cool. So I, I don't know. Like, uh, I think Xbox has poised themselves to take over E3 and win this year. I know it's weird to talk about a conference being one, but if you if you're if you're not new to the video if you're new to the video game industry and the video game news, yes, we're idiots and we do put actual competition onto a video game conference that's just here to inform us. We're that we're that pick. Who's got the, who's got the yeah. best horse? You know, that's really what it is. Who's got the who's got the <laughs> nicest yeah. horse? Yes, absolutely. I mean, as I said before, like this is the one event where even non gamers watch, even non gaming um, news uh, media outlets watch, <clears throat> and impressions are everything. That's basically what it is. You're showing what you have. Like even if you just look at it and go, "Oh, that's nice," you know what I mean? I'm still watching it. Yeah. Exactly. So with Sony not even being there, and here's Microsoft coming up with one and rumor a second uh, gaming console. <clears throat> the Scorpion? Xbox yeah, be, 2. Yeah, like for next generation. Dude, they can dominate. Because what Sony realized, I mean, Sony has won, pretty much won this generation, but this generation is almost over. And Xbox is really poised to really step it up for next year. They had a stumbling <laughs> beginning. Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah, I mean, but, we, but can we actually sleep on my man Nintendo though? Like we can't. Oh we really can't. yeah. No, let's let's move, let's move on from Xbox because honestly, whatever they do right now, they're they're poised to win E3. Yeah, we could talk about that shit all day because we play Xbox every day, and we you know yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So let's move on. Nintendo. Uh, the... I think my man. I think uh, I, I think Nintendo is falling a little bit behind, uh, namely because they're still very, 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 very driven to primary uh, developers. They have no third-party developers still. <clears throat> okay. Mm, well, they do. It's just I don't think that's a problem. One of those hidden miss type of deals. 
Well, I mean, like right now they're 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 pretty much pouring money into Pokemon and uh, Legend of Zelda. Uh, so I don't I don't back to basics, brother. Well, that's yeah, that's basically what it is. That's <laughs> actually it's, it's, that's it's basic, actually a really good way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's always been Nintendo. They they always kind of like in their own little world. Their own they always do their own little thing. And you be told they kind of have to do that because Microsoft and Sony kind of like they pretty much have like the market they're in. And Nintendo's like, no, nah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, like the the way I see it is that Nintendo has a very specific, you know, um, player base. Man, I no, yeah, demographic that they have to appeal to. You know, they 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 are very. Uh, Dude, I'm so blanking right now, and I really hate myself. They cater to children a lot. Yeah, you know, with the, yeah. uh, with you know the durable systems that have batteries that can last until the end of time. You know, like <laughs> you have to admit that the Switch was a very, very innovative and like super fucking useful idea because it's the very first next gen console that was actually portable. You know, well, actually, I mean, like the, the the design of the Switch is pretty old. It's really old. It goes back. It goes back all the way to the '80s with Game Gear, and uh, and uh, the Game Boy advanced and all this other stuff. Like the Nokia Color was even one of the bigger ones that yeah, came out. But that's a really unfair comparison, though. But it, but it's not like the even the Nokia gaming one that I'm talking about was specifically made for gaming. Like it, it played Doom. So uh, you know, like I I just think that they updated a few things and slapped a Nintendo logo on it. So I don't find it okay. too. Uh, to oh my godish, you know what I mean? Have you ever played a Switch? Yes. Like extensively. Yes. See the what the thing that gets me is that you can actually remove the side remotes and use the console as your own television. Like that's a huge innovation factor. Like no nobody has done that in the past. Well, like, like I said, I think they updated a few things. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna say that it's just, oh, well, it's just another fucking thing. No, like, they did cool. It was cool, but I'm just, I'm just not blown away by the prospect. So, uh, I still just think that they're banking way too much on Pokemon, Legend of Zelda. They have no real uh, Mario games in the works that I know of. Uh, you know, what I mean? like, and they're also very secretive about what they're coming yeah. out with. Yeah, they have, well, they have their own A3, basically, with Nintendo Direct. Like, they literally have their own presentation, you know, thing going on, so. Yeah. Well, I think um, I think uh, this year, I think Microsoft is just poised to win. I, I think they're yeah. just lubed up, cock ready, ready to go. <laughs> Fucking primed and ready, dude. <laughs> the fluffer <laughs> has come, she has went. We're here for, we're, we're here to fuck. Anyways. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think Microsoft is gonna fuck around this year, especially after the the fiasco that was last year. Like everybody that watched it, that was a gamer, was just like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you yeah. doing? Like, why are you doing yep. this? Nobody asked for this. You know, it's like it's like walking into a restaurant, and be like, "Hey, yeah, I'll have a Reuben, right? Wait, blue, <laughs> a blue rare steak coming right up. I, did, I didn't. Um, I didn't. I didn't want a. I didn't want a steak. I wanted a Reuben with a milkshake, right?" It's like I didn't want it. I didn't want a blue stick. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, we tell you what you want. <laughs> no, seriously. And I feel like Microsoft has made some really, really, really stupid decisions in the past. Like, do you remember when the Xbox One 
Burst was like coming out and they were like, you can't take it to your friend's house. You have to have a secure Wi-Fi connection to play anything on it. You have to remember all that. Remember all those yeah. restrictions that they had to put on the consumer and the backlash was so much that people like they actually made changes. They were like, okay, whoa, whoa, never mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never mind. Like, you, you, had, you had to have your own connection. It wouldn't work on other people's Wi-Fis. You couldn't sign yeah. in more than one profile at a time. Yeah. And it was like all hell rained down on them, and they like, they had to back up like a kid who just got caught bullying. Like, dude, okay, we were kidding, Jesus. Yeah, for for real, that's exactly how it felt. And I feel like last year was a little bit of a like reliving that almost, you know, like they got so much backlash from their E three that they actually made changes to their policies. You know, <laughs> like okay, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's really funny when a company has to do that. No, I think it's hilarious. I, I think it is absolutely fucking hilarious. Um, okay, so let's um, let's move on from that. Let's uh, let's see where, where is it? Where is it? Always fun. Killing that's, that subject. That's yeah. That's that's Sony's chance right there. That. Uh, yes, poor Sony. All right, so let's uh, let's let's all right, gentlemen. Please get your dicks ready. It is time to go yeah, all it. in on Bethesda. <laughs> there is not enough KY in the world. All right, you know what? I, I I really do think uh, the one person in this in this whole fucking conversation that has been waiting for this is DJ. So DJ, please <laughs> take your position and start humping. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> and that's the whole video, folks. Thanks for joining in. Oh my gosh, where do we even begin with this? All right, well let's let's start with um, I guess let's start with a big one. Uh, let's start with how the fuck they're going to redeem themselves. Let's start with that. Yes, ever since. Fallout 76. What was it? 16 times the detail. And oh my. <laughs> no rendering times. Oh my gosh. It was. Okay, look. Here's the thing Bethesda. Okay, I'm going to quote Robot Chicken. You know, there is no try. There is do, and there is fucking up Royal. And they have fucked up Royal. So, uh, look, everyone knows the story. I really can't get into into anything that hasn't already been said, but here's a brief summary. It started off with the hype of Fallout 76, the first shared world shooter of the Fallout universe. Yep. So much hype, they even got Todd Howard to pretty much promote the hell out of it. Everyone yeah. did, yeah. You yep. know, and look, and people, you have to understand, like, this is the guy... This is not the first time Bethesda has done this, but Tal Howard is always the guy to smooth things over. He's just so charming. That he really is. He's very disarming. Like, if he was a serial killer, he'd be a very successful serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. He'd, he'd, be, he'd be like eating your organs while you're still alive, and be like, you know what? I ain't even got a problem with this, bro. You're just glad, and I like you. It was done. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Right, but the so thing is, is that. When people were complaining about Fallout 76, all the bugs and everything, I always tell people, look, this is not new. The thing is, is that this happened, like, these bugs, these problems you're having, these happened with Bethesda's games before. And there's a little game called Skyrim. Specifically, Skyrim for the PS3. God, I'm sick of Skyrim. 
Yeah, anyone who's played Skyrim for the PS3 already been through this drama. But the thing is, is that, one, the PS3 was behind the Xbox 360 in sales, so a lot of people didn't experience a lot of those real game-breaking bugs. So they, so they pretty much like just, I guess you could say, uh, trim the fat. Bethesda did. It's like, oh, this is just you know Sony type of deal, and, and most people just was just ignoring it because it was just Sony, you know, the Xbox people and the PC people. Because, because Skyrim had a lot of bugs, but it was like one of those, those like the, the, the fun type of bugs, it was like having like the console on or you know debug mode on. Yeah, what was it? Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a horse. Fuck gravity. Remember that? Remember that <laughs> meme? <laughs> yes, that was great. But. Anyway, <laughs> I think I just made, I think it just made mustard choke on something. No, no, I, I'm just listening, man. <laughs> like, but I mean, yeah, it, yeah, but okay. let, let, let's face but, it; they tried to redeem themselves last year with uh, Fallout 76, and that failed, and it failed on uh, on the big, already huge failure of Battlefront. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but. Exactly. So basically, when it comes to Fallout seventy six, like all those bugs, I knew it was going to happen. The moment they mentioned it, it was like this is going to be the same engine, I was like, and like same engine, shared world. Yep. I, it's like I just sat back and I was like, wow, you people have no idea what you're in for. And lo and behold, day one, the chaos happens. And honestly, all I could do was just laugh. But, but you no, know, but people have to learn the hard way. So basically, what a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people, no, like these bugs, not new. It's just that now it's affecting you. So we get the whole Fallout controversial happens. It did. It didn't even stick to just that game. It happened outside with other things, like you know the, the canvas bag <laughs> see, okay. and the helmet. Up. Yeah, yeah, and the helmet. The <laughs> lack of the helmet. I, I, I love this. Like, like DJ's on a fucking tear here. Like. He's unstoppable. Here's my point. He's all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the, like. getting back to it, though, how can they redeem themselves? What, what, what can they possibly do besides coming to each and every gamer's house and blowing them uh, to to try to come <laughs> back to anything? Like, I, I got two I, words. I got two words. Fallout Battle Royale. Just kidding. No. 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 We're we're not touching that, man. (laughs) Okay, look. Here's the thing. And honestly, this like I said, this is crazy. Look. No. No, I hear it stirring. Not Battle Royale. (laughs) Jeez. Give me good grief. Wanna make sure damn it put a fucking flame on that real quick. Damn. All right. Okay. Okay. It's fucking gone. Jesus. You know, so you're like seriously, it's burned to ash. Good. Well, fa- okay. Fallout 76 basically is Fallout Battle Royale, though. Like, I'm sorry, but it is. <laughs> well, it tries to be. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like Battle Royale light, but I mean, uh... <laughs> diet Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, diet like Battle Royale. caffeine. Free. We heard uh, we heard we heard DJ tear this apart. Like like uh. Mustard, where oh, do you stand on this? I, I need to hear some some input other than rage. <laughs> okay, well, Bethesda, um, I'm not very, f- I'm not extremely familiar with their games. Like, I don't, I don't play Fallout very much. I played Skyrim on the PS3, so I know exactly what DJ's talking about with all those glitches and stuff. You know, that was you. You really don't get the full Skyrim experience unless you played it on the PS3. Like that, that's just facts. You know, that's just absolute facts. If it ain't but, broken, it ain't right. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? <clears throat> like, I, I'm sorry, but I missed the days where I could use my horse as an ATV, you know? Like, it was awesome. Um, but I feel like Bethesda as a company really needs to stop making these huge, massive fucking games that cost so much memory and cost money and all these diverse scapes and shit, but they forget about the actual fucking game, dude. They actually forget about the player, they forget about the experience, the immersiveness, like, yeah, you can have all this cool shit that looks really, really, really nice, but if it doesn't give me a purpose to use it, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna enjoy the game, and that's exactly what happened with Fallout. Like, they had all these new stuff, all this open-world interactive bullshit, but the storyline and the content was just not there, it was not, there was no replayability, there was no sense of reward, like, it was, it was horrible. I feel like they need to focus more on the attitude and playing style of people rather than bringing out a product with all these fucking bells and whistles that are useless, you know? You, you think they need to do like a Nintendo route, get back to the meat and potatoes and just deal, exactly, with, yeah. deal with gamers on, an, on a more visceral yeah. level. Yep. Um, for me, the way, the way I see this, and uh, I, don't, I don't mean to cut you off, DJ, but uh, yeah, now, the, the way I see this is that Bethesda has really no recourse right now other than to throw them throw themselves upon the sword uh do a mea culpa and, and honestly just release as much free content as they can without going broke and uh try to get the players back on their side because every, every every time they do that it, it seems to bring people back like slowly you yeah, kind of I mean? like Rockstar, what Rockstar did with Red Dead, you know what I mean? When when the online for Red Dead was so bad and it was basically unplayable, they made a few tweaks to it and they gave everybody like $1,000 with the in-game currency, which is a lot of money in that game, you know? Yeah, and I mean, like, like uh, even with Rockstar <laughs> and GTA Five Online, still trying to keep oh, relevant, they, they give away $5 million every now and again. Yeah, they so, do. Uh, that's, that's really awesome of them. Yeah, and it's cool, but it's also like a desperate bid, you know, to stay relevant. I, I think the way I see it. <laughs> uh, so uh, I don't know. I, I think that's what they should do. I think they should just fall on the sword, do a mea culpa, and uh, try to try to just win. Just literally try to buy back the gamers as much as they possibly can. Like that's what I think. I agree. So uh, all right, we had Jesse rage on that, and I think you raged on that. So I think that's a. Uh, I think that's a. Uh, <coughs> Let's kill it. All right, so let's uh, let's let's move over here because we do have a new and a new engine. Wouldn't hurt him either. I just want to say real quick, fuck God, Bethesda. Yes. Just kidding. <laughs> fuck Bethesda and fuck Ubisoft. I have big issues with Ubisoft. Ubisoft. He does not take. He does not speak. Wait, for me. why don't you like Ubisoft? Wait, hold on, hold on. What? Oh, why? oh boy, Hornet's Nest. Why don't Why don't you like Ubisoft, dude? What did they ever do to you? They suck. <laughs> they gave you the division. Okay, the one good game does not a company <laughs> redeem. Okay, two game. What about the division games. two? <laughs> That's still the Ooh. same game. <laughs> it's not though. It's it's destiny. It's I mean, you don't even sorry, play yeah. it. Shut up. You get no say. Dude, it's because it's destiny with a mustache. Okay, I've already told you this. It's way better than destiny. But we're going to get into Destiny in a minute. Uh, the new Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has has hit the streets <coughs> fucking running. Like, people are on this, game, this game's dick like Jesse was just all over fucking uh, Bethesda. Uh, 
so we're gonna t- we're gonna listen in. We're gonna watch the trailer. Uh, DJ, did I, did, I, did I fuck it up? I fucked it up. Anyways, uh, so we're gonna look up. Uh, we're gonna look up this trailer. Oh, I you, 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 you said Ubisoft. You said Ubisoft, right? So you, I didn't say it. <laughs> Mustard said Ubisoft. Well, fuck Mustard and Ubisoft. How about that? Uh, yeah, you're right. Alright, so we're going to take a look at this trailer. It's a 2 minute, 29 second trailer. We're going to talk about this. Uh, they say it was released about a month ago, but we have all this other stuff that was released just yesterday. And it's all 15 minutes of gameplay, 14 minutes of gameplay. We're going to go all the way back to the beginning and look at uh, the official reveal trailer. So here we go. You guys can see that, right? I see it. Yeah. Wasn't always like this. Respawn Entertainment with EDK games better get your wallets ready. Now, yeah. There are three rules to survive. I love this actor. Don't stand <clears throat> out. I'm a fan of work. I, I don't I don't know who it is. Surprised it wasn't a microtransaction to watch the channel. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Trust. No, oh, just a stormtrooper. He was looking for the girl with the pretty smile. Looking for the girl with the broken smile. Broken smile. Galaxy's changed. It's the future. You think we could afford safety equipment? <laughs> That's the Empire. What do they care about? Happened a long, long time ago in the galaxy. <laughs> What? Yeah, that's right. It's the Empire. So what do they care about safety? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, true. Okay, the Jedi have fallen. The Jedi have Stand fallen. Up. He's wall running like an Assassin's Creed. Here we go. Titanfall. Respawn and Timmy. Oh, oh, that looks dangerous. Oh, he did the. Did you just do the Jedi push? He, he yeah. did the Force push, yeah. Trust me. There you go. Why is this dude always jumping off of shit? Cause that's cool? Cause Ooh. it looks awesome. Uh, we got something on the windshield. There's a monkey on the wing! <laughs> Trust. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, I would love <laughs> to have that outfit. Oh, look at that. Force. Look at Oh my- that- was that balls? Yeah. See my boy, my boy John Williams is back. I, I, can you hear that orchestra, dude? My fucking ears are I love bleeding. It. I love it. They're Become going all Jedi. out. Yeah. Oh, that is fucking sick. How much do you think John Williams is actually? Um, let's talk about that later. I think uh, I, I think John Williams has enough to retire three times over. Yeah. Uh, yeah that is wicked. The love. That is wicked. That, that looked pretty. So okay, I have a few questions. Like, is it going to be uh, single player? Yep. Or yeah, I would think so. It's gonna uh, be single like player. A... Basically, I think it's like you know, like the Force Unleashed for the next generation. And I don't mind that. Yeah. Yeah, me neither, dude. That, that game was sick. That, yeah. yeah, it is one of my favorite games. I still play it to this day. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I think uh, this game is going to be like taking place be- between the uh, Star Wars trilogies. You know, after. I think this is going to be afterwards, considering that the Order yeah. sixty six. You know, the Jedi are gone. Yeah, um, probably just before Luke comes into the picture. 
You might be right, though. Uh, all right. So we also have another game that's been announced, uh, something that we, all three of us grew up with, and it's Death Death Man, to All Humans. this fucking game, dude. It's so good. <laughs> the Death to All Humans uh, game has been announced. Uh, it's an official remake. Uh, I don't know if this is a cash grab or if it's, if it's a, pra- a passion project. You know what I mean? Like there's no always... shit. I'm buying it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a more of a passion project. I mean, it could be a cash grab, but yeah, I think it's more of a passion project. It's got a surprise, man. I didn't think this would get a remake. Yeah, of, or of a all the games, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, of all the games, uh, you know what I mean. Like it was, uh, it was one of those surprise ones. So uh, once again, this is just a really heavy week for video games. So this is going to be a longer podcast than we have done in the last two episodes. So strap yourselves in, folks. We're going to be here for a minute. But let's take a look at this trailer, and uh, we'll we'll comment as well as he goes. Product not yet rated. No, just like mustard. Uh, What? Propaganda aimed at undermining <laughs> the American way of life. Oh, so many memories. Right, this makes me so excited. I'll tell you, I would love this game. Like, it's like one of those surprise games that you don't think you'll like, but once you start playing, you just can't help but just be addicted. Yeah, <clears throat> it's so much fun. Oh, listen to that <laughs> music. Hell yeah, dude. Oh my god, what's that band? <clears throat> I think I think that's Power Man. Nope, that's Rammstein. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Death by Cal. I was, I was about to say, like, uh, is, is this an allegory for something? Like, uh, I feel very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> well, I guess you would. I'm all for it. Yeah, they're gonna kill us all! Woo, Ray! Yeah, you, you forget that DJ was born in Germany, so he welcomes his new German overlords. Oh! Wow! I totally <laughs> did not need to see that. Oh. <laughs> Let's all look at him. Oh shit! <laughs> cool, but a lot of un- oh, oh wow, really? That's, that's confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> that's confirmed. <laughs> well, we wouldn't believe it unless we saw it. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I think I just broke mustard a little bit. <clears throat> <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> well, that was sick. I can't wait. I can't wait. Ten out of ten. Take my wallet. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about well, the next game, Destiny Two. You uh, keep your ID, dude. Uh, it's going free to play later on this year. Or what is now? What now? Yeah, it's free to play? It's available now, dude. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I believe September is. is yeah, it's going to go free to play. The base game, not the expansions, but the base game is going free to play. Destiny 2 is now free to play, including its one-year expansion. Or oh, year one. 
Uh, okay, with announcement of Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, developer Bungie has a new way to deliver content to its players. When the major when the major expansion lands on September 17th, the core game will go free to play, shifting to expansion level standalone content for Destiny veterans. Details of the plot are scarce, but thanks to early, there is no plot. It's Destiny. Hey. No. Hey. Fuck you. No. Fuck you. Hey. Fuck you. Hey. Fuck you. There is a, a there is a plot. We never said it was good. It's there though. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely there. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> details of the plot. No plot. There is no plot. You fucking uh, cuck. But thanks to early leaks, we know <laughs> Sorry, that Shadow folks, Keep... these two really get into it when it comes to Destiny. Oh, you know Bear what? That's us. the only reason you own an Xbox. So, you know, you have a say in this Because it's well. Division with the mustache, dude. It's literally the Division. My brother just does not want to, like, admit it, dude. Like, Oh, boy. We're going to fight. <laughs> you, down to, you down to tussle? I'm not oh, down we're, to we're tussle. gonna we're gonna go down to shirts and skins in this motherfucker. Let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna shake my fists at you, son. Oh, don't do that. With the, <laughs> with the move to free to play, the core game will be actually be called Destiny Two: New Light, and will all will feature all year one content, including the foundational modes, activities, and rewards. This presents a change for the Destiny franchise as it seeks to lure gamers away from prop- popular free titles like Fortnite. Good. Fucking luck. Eh. Um, well, I mean, Fortnite yeah, is dying, no. but it's still number one. It's it's really not dying, but okay. It's dying. Oh, dang. Uh, previously, players there. paid up front for the game. Yeah, that's so well, essentially. Uh, they're just going. They're, they're giving away a whole lot of stuff, and you know, this is what I was talking about with Bethesda. You know, just going the Mia culpa throwing themselves at the sword. However, right. this is still not going to get me to play Destiny. No, dude. Like, I I actually paid full price for Destiny 2. I, I bought it the full MSRP, and I sold it back to GameStop within, like, two weeks, because it was, it was god-awful, man. Like, they, they, I don't know. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Oh, oh, look, look, I mean, yeah, because I played it. I mean, I played a lot of Destiny 1 back in the day. It's like, it was, I was determined to get my money's worth. Yeah, same dude. No, I mean, I got no. I got the Gallarhorn and fucking Destiny One. I got I got all the exotic weapons. I got everything. Like I played the shit out of that game. But so when I saw Destiny Two, I was already so in tune with Destiny One. Like I I, I felt familiar. I felt at home with the mechanics and everything. So when I played Destiny Two, I literally literally felt like I was playing the same game. Yeah, I was a bit more reserved. I got it off a uh, Gayfly by Gayfly Nine. Fo- now, folks. But anyway. <laughs> Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Hold on, hold on. Okay. When I was playing, yeah, when I was playing Destiny 2, there was a lot yeah. of... They fixed some things, but it was like they took away so much. It was like a lot of the little things. They gave you balls, like, but no dick? Yeah, like... Boy, <laughs> dick, no balls. No, that's because that, that would be that would be <laughs> no, useful. No, 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 no. It was it was it was dick no balls because we all got dicked. I, I'll tell you what I got go. from Destiny. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, cancer. You, you played Fuck it for like game. five minutes, dude. Shut no, up. no, I did not. I played <laughs> Destiny one with DJ a lot. The, the deal was is that DJ was very very content with his uh, PlayStation oh, 4. He right, wasn't right. yeah, but they, the the listeners don't. He wasn't going to invest in an Xbox 1. And uh he said that the only way he would buy an Xbox 1 was that if him and I played Destiny together. Mm-hmm. And uh mm-hmm. as much Destiny as he wanted 
as often as he wanted, and he took advantage of that, and it's the reason he owns an Xbox One now. However, we <laughs> we did play a lot of it, and the whole time yeah. I'm complaining and bitching, uh, like I do, because I really hated that fucking game. Um, and, and and it just uh, uh, DJ went from very proud of of Destiny to by the end of the whole thing just chucking it at the wall. So it was hilarious. Okay, I wouldn't go that far, but it's just one of those. Because it was you. He learned it from watching you. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's all your fault. <laughs> oh God, yeah. But so fuck this. I wouldn't Destiny. go that far. I, 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 what, do you, do you think but, that uh, do you think that this is a betrayal to folks like Mustard and you, DJ, uh, that have paid full price, that have paid for the expansions, like like uh, like Angry Joe who invests hundreds of dollars in the private servers and stuff like that? Uh, what do you, what do you guys think about that, M- Mustard? Let's start with you because I know you're the one that sunk uh, over like two thousand hours into this. So, what do you think? Do you think this is a robbery? Dude, okay, I honestly gave up giving video game developers the benefit of the doubt. I I gave that up a long time ago, because when it all boils down to it, it's a business, you know, it's not really a passion thing, like, it is up to a point, but I feel like people were so upset at Destiny 2, and and the lack of you know content it brought forth, and I feel like them putting it out for free would be like a like you said we're sorry, but yeah, I just think that we're like people like me and DJ are just fucked over, and we really don't really get anything out of it, you know, like at all. <laughs> now I get it. And um, I did play the I did play the shit out of Destiny One. I I beat all of the expansions, all of the raids, did everything. Like I said full light level whatever but destiny 2 like i i played it like i said for like maybe a day or two maybe three days dude and i i just couldn't do it like it was just way too much like bullshit you know and no i feel fucked over that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) uh yeah i mean as far as i'm uh, i go that's it's such a weird conundrum like Muster is right, you know. The thing is, like, you know, back in the day, games used to be about passion. Sure, it was about making money, but you can really tell developers cared about the games. Yeah. And, now, and nowadays, people just develop games for the margins. You know, it's like, what's the bottom line? I mean, you know, Fallout 76. I mean, truth be told, like, you know, going to Fallout 76 for a bit, like, when Fallout 76 was announced, Shared World, I swear, Bungie must have been laughing their asses off through the collapse of that game. Because if nothing else, I'll give Destiny this. At least it works. At least you can play it. Was, yeah, yeah, that's true. I can agree with that's that. That's true. That's a good, that's a good point. You know, like, I'll give it that much. You know, at least you can, at least you can play it. But, uh, but right now, they're going free to play. It's going on its third year, I think, because Destiny was always one of those. It was not going to get no real value over time, because uh, it's li- it's literally one of those games where like, oh, are, are, are you doubting? Uh, hold, hold on, are you doubting their ten year plan for content for you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm going to throw that Honestly, in your fucking face. I am. Yeah, like I, I don't doubt it. It's probably going to take longer now, especially since they're no longer part of Activision. Uh, but 
like I said, I mean, it, it going free to play, it, it might as well. But I'm kind of surprised they're throwing the uh, the the first y- uh, year one expansion content in there. <clears throat> but I guess they're really trying to get more people into this. And to be told, what's the better way to get more of the audience into it? Make it free to play and give it give it up for free. Yeah, exactly. So you know, if they like it, they can end up buying more. So this is so in the long run, this is actually be more beneficial. Bethesda, take notes. Free to play. Dude, it's, it's a bamboozle. It's a huge bamboozle because these people are essentially playing Destiny One with a mustache. Okay, like, but here's here's the oh, real question wait, though. Wait, are we still talking about Destiny or Division? Because we kind of we keep we keep going with that. That what's the difference? You, what's the difference, dude? <laughs> yeah, what is honestly the fucking difference between the two games? Uh, let's see. One has a story. The other is Destiny. <laughs> okay, you. how about that? Yeah. Yeah, no, actually, no, there's there's a quite a bit of fucking difference. One of them is the customization. You actually get to see the shit you earn in, in Division. Your your homie, your little dude can what? wear everything you, you earn, and it's different packs, different uh, backpacks, different armor sets, different clothes, different shoes. In fucking Destiny, it doesn't matter if it's a green or a white level. It all looks the exact fucking same. And it wasn't until, yeah. like, year three or four that they were like, oh, people want to actually see what they fucking earn and see a different type of armor every now and again. Fuck this. <clears throat> Fuck. Okay, I'm sorry, but I have to disagree with you there, Chief. When I walked out into the fucking game world, the game lobby with my Gallarhorn on my back, people started shaking, dude. Like... When you walk out with the fucking oh dude, I forgot what the thing is called, but the, the helmet that makes gives you an extra fire shot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there yeah is, I know what you're talking about. There is ways in Destiny to see what you've earned, and yeah, just because it's not as customizable as fucking de- as Division, it doesn't mean it doesn't make it any less intimidating or any less gratifying. It's kind of like comparing Apple to Android. It's like there's customization, but the utility is kind of like the same. It, it gets the shot. It gets the job done. You know what I mean? But like, not everybody wants that customization. Not everybody fucking needs it. And I feel like Destiny's RNG system and ha- goes hand literally hand in hand with Division's RNG system. Uh, it no, gives you no, a, no, no. yes, no, it does. No, it no, gives no. you a bunch of shit that you don't need. It gives you a bunch of shit that you're literally gonna outgrow in like a mission or two, and you end up you're gonna end up selling it for like literally like two percent of the entire price. Like that's that's every game that has RNG in the style of Destiny and Division. But, but the thing the thing is with with uh, with Division, if you get a uh, like a, a high earned or, or like a gold uh, uh, case. Like a like gold case, it gives you gold uh, uh, stuff. I mean, yeah, it's random. It, it's RNG and what you get, but it's all gold. With fucking uh, with uh, with Destiny, and I th- actually think it was one of the games that I was with you with, where I had gotten one of the one of the crypto things that was supposed to be really high end, and I got nothing but green out of it. And I and that's when I started like really really bitching about it because we had worked for like two missions and it gave us one pack and it was supposed to be like oh one ultra rare thing and one uh, medium rare thing and then yeah, maybe you got, green, you got a green scout rifle yeah and then I got nothing I got nothing but green stuff across the board and it was supposed to be one of the <laughs> higher end ones See, it so, happened to me a couple times yeah yeah I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna see you wrong yeah I, I've decrypted a legendary Ingram and gotten fucking, there you go uh, that stuff. 
Yeah, and like I've gotten a green item so, or a blue item. So like, I, I can say, I can say without in, in factuality, it doesn't happen all the time, though. It still fucking happens in Destiny. In Destiny, it happens with Division. If you get a gold pack, you're gonna get gold stuff, like like. <laughs> Like, like, gentlemen, like gentlemen, plain gentlemen, and simple. Let's try, let's but you're trying to keep focus. Let's keep <laughs> yeah, focus. Let's, yeah, you're right. You're let's, right. Let's, let's let's do the next podcast, like a complete Destiny versus Division Two uh, clash. Because yeah. man, you two are really going out of here. Let's Sorry. try to keep focus this is, here. This is Sorry. So <laughs> <laughs> Start right. it over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> where's that? Where's where's it? There it is. Yeah. That's what that whole fucking background music should have been while we were going at it. But let's go ahead and dead this. And For let's, now. And let's move on. So, uh, this is actually something uh, Mustard brought up to me off of, the, off of air. And I kind of wanted to get into it because it is something that all three of us really do uh, care about. Because we are passionate about it. And that is the Spider-Man series. Uh, going all the way back to Tobey Maguire, all the way up to uh, Tom Holland. And uh, we talked about Batman being a revolving door, uh, you know, before we could ever get invested. Uh, however, I think with Spider-Man, it's not so much a revolving door and the actors go before we can get invested. I think it's that we do get invested and somehow, some way, the studio ends up just fucking us. What do you guys think? I mean, like, uh, well, let, let's start. Let's start with. Uh, let's start with the, the the premise of the Spider-Man, because I've always said that if you don't get the alter ego right, you don't get the entire character right. And uh, to me, we're gonna start with the first one. We're gonna start with Tobey Maguire. Uh, for me, Tobey Maguire was an incredible uh, Peter Parker, uh, a decent Spider-Man. What do you guys think? Uh, honestly, for. For the era of that Spider-Man, I think he played the part very well. He was a very excellent Peter Parker because that's what Peter Parker is. He's shy. He's a nerd. He's a just a general all-around nerd. He's not brave. He's not. He wasn't. He's not super good-looking, but he does what he can. And honestly, in Spider-Man, in the beginning, he I think he reflected that as Spider-Man, like uh, as a Spider-Man who's just beginning. I think that is because. He hasn't really grasped the Spider-Man persona yet, so he's still pretty awkward. He's still pretty, uh, he's very, very new to this. He, he was finding himself, you know, finding who he is. So, and I think Tobey Maguire was an excellent Spider-Man for back in the, uh, you know, for back in the uh, 2000s, or, you know, or double O's, you want to call it. The double lots. <laughs> uh, what, what do you think, Mustard? <sighs> Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. I feel like you guys are right about the whole Peter Parker thing, and I feel like for the time and for the production company, they did all right. You know, uh, who was it that did? I think it was Sony, right? Sony did the first Spider-Man movies. They, they oh, own yeah. the rights, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, we all know that Sony Studios sucks. You know, it's a very, very bad production. They have very bad writing. You know. It, <clears throat> For the time that it was, you know, implemented, I feel like it was good. I feel like it was super good, and there was a lot less controversy with the whole like, oh well, the comic book says this and this is that. Like, I feel like people took the first Spider-Man movies as standalone movies rather than wasting time and comparing them to the books. I really do think that you know it wasn't until Andrew Garfield came out and that people really started comparing it to the books because you know of all the different things that happened. But uh, yeah, I think it was good. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, 
I think you're both right. I, I, I really do. Uh, I, I did like a lot of the humor in the original uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man stuff. You know, like the yeah. the flicking the hand, go web, go. Fly web. Yeah, much like, like those little those super Sentai Japanese things, like go, go, go web, go. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was I thought that was a really humorous part. I thought, you know, uh some of the one liners were really good. Uh like when he falls and you know, he he's like, I'm back and then he hits every fucking uh every stairwell on the way down and you just hear <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My back oh. And I thought it was I thought it was good. Um or the fact that the lunch tray scene was actually not CGI. That was not CGI. It was not a backward scene. He actually did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and uh, I think I credit a lot of that to Sam Raimi, uh, the director. And I really think that had they cut him off, had they let him off the chain from the beginning, I think that he could have done a lot more cool stuff like that. Like yeah, a, a lot of uh, a lot of the the feeling. Of the real down to earth feeling that was in Spider Man, the original was because of Sam Raimi, I believe. I mean, am I am I wrong on this, or am I just sucking Sam Raimi's dick because I'm a fanboy? Uh, a little both. bit of both. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, <laughs> got nothing more to say Next about question. that one. Yeah, you, you know what Sam Raimi movies. They like Sam Raimi always have like this style that's like very down to earth. I I I believe he's a guy in Dead Man. You can uh, you know verify for this me, but he's a guy who really prefers practical over CGI. Is that right? Very much so. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So like, it, when he does, he makes the most of it, and when it, and when it does, it, it comes out fantastic. Just check out the original Evil Dead, uh, Evil Dead, or rather the Evil Dead movies, I should say. And you'll see what I mean. I mean, everything was done, but. Still holds up when you look at practical effects. It looks incredible. Yeah. So yeah, same reason yeah. in this element when it's in the real, and same reason is an incredible director. He he knows what he does. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he wants. But when people fight him on it, you know that's when you see <coughs> Sony. The, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's when you see a lot yeah. of issues start to arise. So um, yeah. we all agree that Spider-Man Three on the Tobey Maguire one was just a huge misstep. Oh my uh, god, dude, that, that movie, let's just not talk about that movie. We're not going to talk about that movie. Let's move on to Andrew Garfield, though. Uh, Andrew Garfield, I believe, was probably the least genuine Spider-Man. And the reason yeah. I think that is because he fucked Peter Parker's role up completely. And it might have been the writing, it might have been the producers, you know, they might have been, they, but they, it was really like this weird uh, amalgamation of, like, Flash Thompson and what Peter Parker was supposed to be when he was with uh, the new X, well, not the new X-Men. What was it? Uh, when he was dating, uh, what was it? Hold on. I'm Googling Algamation. I'm just kidding. Uh, when, uh, when, uh, when Iceman and, uh, Phoenix went to the same high school as him or not, not Phoenix, uh, Jubilee. Uh, you you know what series I'm talking about? Spider-Man is amazing friends. That one, that one, yeah. We're, Iceman we're, and Firestar, I believe. Yeah, Spider-Man Firestar. and Friends, dude. I remember that shit. So uh, I, I think it was a, he was uh, Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker was a weird amalgamation of, uh, you know, Flash Thompson and the Spider-Man and Friends Spider-Man, who was kind of a cock. So yeah. uh, he, he played, however, a really, really good Spider-Man. I yeah, really yeah. liked him as Spidey. So, uh, I mean, uh, we have the first movie, of course, was 
Yeah, decent. I, yeah, I'll just say yeah. it was all right. I, I hated you know. it. Yeah, I mean, I'll just say it was all right. But <laughs> I honestly fucking hated yeah. it. Yeah, because I knew... Ah, jeez. I mean, first of all, I mean, the, the lizard. Good grief. I mean, when... Uh, <laughs> look, I mean, here's the thing about Spider-Man villains. I knew the lizard was, gonna, was not going to be in the original Sam Raimi's trilogy because the lizard was never one of those super huge, big, on-screen villains of Spider-Man. There yeah. was only one story that I could think of of the lizard that would make the big screen, and they did it. You know, and when the lizard tried it. to change all of New York into lizards, but... But honestly, even then, it was like one of those. Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry, dude. Like we have, so, you have so many other good villains. You are, yeah, you're, you're the B list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the B yeah, list. You're right. B-list. You're right. You're even, absolutely right. Yeah, um, but I mean, he did. He did an. He did an excellent job as Spidey. I think his one lines, his quips, the way he moved, and the way he presented himself, even as a year one Spider-Man, was really well done. What, but like I said when we started this Oof. whole discussion, uh, the idea is if you can't get the alter ego right, you don't get the character right. Mm-hmm. It was like two. It was like two people playing against each other. You know, Peter Parker and Spidey. I mean, uh, what's what's your take on that, Mustard? Yeah, okay, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far <laughs> to say that, but I will say that the the character. Well, okay. See, I don't think they were fighting against each other. I just feel like I feel like they were trying to make Peter Parker into something more appealing to the demographic of the movie. See, if you go back and look at the movie as a whole, movie it is actually a fucking love story, and I hate it, dude. Like, I actually fucking hate it because Spider-Man's love story is extremely tragic. Like, we all know this. You know what I mean? We yeah. all know this, and like, there is literally no point in you know, in formulating and, and you know manifesting this idea of being with Gwen Stacy, and because, like I said, we all know what fucking happens. So they they wasted a lot of time in that movie, man. Like they mas- they wasted a lot of content that they could have been inputting about, you know, you know Peter's parents, like how they played into the whole inventions oh, thing. Oh and, no, you, you just triggered DJ on that one. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. You'll get your time. Yeah, we have, we'll we'll focus on this right now because yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. That, that's a whole so thing. Keep, in keep going, Mustard. Keep going. You're, no, you're no, 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 no. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> he's curious now. <laughs> no, I'm just like I try not to lose my thought. Um, so, so they wasted feel- time building building this investment in Gwen Stacy when we knew how it was yeah, going to end. Exactly, exactly, and and they 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 appealed to an audience that was a lot less gun ho about. The comic books again. They they made that mistake again. You see, what I mean, like the first three movies. Yeah, we could get over it because it was two thousand four. Whatever, you know. It's not. We're not looking into it that much. But by this time, where we've had the mistake of the first three Spider-Man movies, and we've we've heard all the outcry, people wanting it to be more relative to the original books. They came out with this fucking love story that was catered to a younger demographic of viewers. And that was a huge mistake because you do have this huge, you know, ocean of people like us who are older, who have read the comics, that really wanted to see a good Spider-Man movie, but that's not what we got. I I mean, I would have enjoyed seeing him do a lot more Spider-Man stuff. Exactly. uh, You know, like, actually being Spider-Man. And yeah, I guess, yeah, and I agree with you, like, wholeheartedly about the entire fucking thing, like... Uh, we all know where Gwen Stacy ends up, so let's just chuck her off the fucking tower from the beginning of the movie and move the fuck on. 
Exactly, dude. Like exactly. Like why are you gonna why are you gonna waste this like beautiful opportunity to bring this amazing character to life and waste it on you know, like I said, you know, manifesting this romantic shit, like yeah, I don't know. Uh, and actually, and this is where this is where DJ comes in, and we're about to we're about to hear a whole rant about the the patronage of uh, is that the right word of Spidey? So, uh, patronage. DJ, take it away. <laughs> okay, all right. First of all, the Amazing Spider-Man, terrible Peter Parker. Holy crap, that's not Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Now the whole parentage, like. Here's one thing that I don't know if it was a Marvel thing or it was a Disney decision, but the thing about Spider-Man lately, and they really emphasize this, you know, this started with the whole Ultimate Comics, that they tried to make Peter Parker slash Spider-Man special. Like, he has this great parentage. His father created all this stuff. His blood is so, like, super unique and, like, and awesome. And I, I, I read, I watched, I looked at all this, and I'm like, do you people not know what Spider-Man is. The reason why people gravitate to Spider-Man is not because he's special. It is because he is not special. Yeah. He is literally an everyday average guy, a nerd even, thrust into an an extraordinary situation, bestowed upon powers beyond human imagining. Well, okay, Stanley imagining, so it's not beyond human imagining, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, Stanley's not human. Right? And he does what he does because when he didn't use them responsibly, he paid for it personally. Yeah. That is Spider-Man's story. No special bloodline. No special unique legacy. Peter Parker is us. That's Spider-Man. That's Peter Parker. But lately, they're trying to thrust upon us everything that's like, if it's like some kind of special origin, he has it. But he doesn't need it because he is Spider-Man. Yeah. They're trying to make him like, like, I don't know if you all saw, like, saw, I saw a few episodes of this, like the, of the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon series. Uh, I, I think I saw like one, maybe one or two. <laughs> they really no, didn't like, interest me. Back in the day, yeah. Yeah, like uh, during the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. I, I watched it. It wasn't too long ago, but I watched some of these episodes, and it seemed like Spider-Man was the only superhero who, who could literally do anything. Literally anything. Yet Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, uh, Hawkeye, like, all, all the heroes, but it all came down to Spider-Man. I'm like, why even bother trying to give him everything else? I mean, you have Spider-Man punching out, like, the, uh, the Collector. Yeah. Uh, a cosmic being, you know, who, who travels to start collecting things. It's like, like, what, what are you doing? Spider Man was ne- like, Spider Man is the most popular Marvel character, but he was never like the top, like the biggest dog. Right. He only stepped up when he when it was like no other choice. It's like, okay, no one else is around. I have to do this. I'll probably get my ass kicked. I might die, but it's me or the world. If it gets past me, the world is next. I have to do this. That's Spider Man. But now, like, he it's like he could like. Hold up all of the Marvel universe, like do everything. Take out, take out all the Marvel villains. Like he might just go out and like one punch Galactus, like just fly in the air and go, bitch. <laughs> I'm Spider Man. Uh, yeah, no, I think. 
I think the Andrew Garfield movies <coughs> did something, and that was they dehumanized Spider-Man by giving him such a, uh, I guess, such an unpleasant role. I don't know if I don't know if I want to say unpleasant, but they they seriously dehumanized him. I I, I will say that. Like there was there was very little relatable about him. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't get on board with it. I mean, I I saw Tobey Maguire and I looked at that guy and I'm like, that guy's a fucking nerd. That guy looks like a fucking nerd. <laughs> he fucking talks weed. like a fucking nerd. I can get on board with that. But Andrew yeah. Garfield, I just couldn't relate to him in any sense at all. Yeah, they, he had the best scene he had. It was just a it, it, they cut out in the official. It was the second one. I don't know if you saw the scene where he actually meets his father in the cemetery. No, I didn't see that. I didn't even see the second one at all. Actually, I'm oh, sorry. To, yeah, sorry to yeah. Like it. if nothing, yeah, the second one was terrible. My gosh, like Let Batman, for, <laughs> Batman forever, but Spider Man basically. Oh, no. oh but, uh, God, no. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, spoilers, but I'm sorry. It's been years. You haven't seen it before. Now, you know. I'm sorry. Like you know. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. But uh, but, but there's it... this one scene where he meets his father in a cemetery, and. Andrew Garfield pretty much gives out one of the best performances I've ever seen. Does he kick like, him in the dick? <laughs> Does he wish he was so alive? I don't know what goes behind the scenes on those shoots, but but whatever the reason, that was the only time I ever felt like, Andrew, this is it. <laughs> this the, is it, Chief. This is, this is <laughs> Spider-Man. This is, this, this is it. But the worst part is Sony screwed it over. And they did not include it in the uh, the full movie of Amazing Spider-Man Two, and that's a shame because if you can, you watch that scene. It's incredible. We'll we'll look it up after the podcast, uh, but I think uh, I just think it would be funny if you kicked him in the dick, like you know, like you hear this, like you hear this music playing, right? And it's all it's all dramatic and everything. And then the guy walks out of the mist, and he's all Peter, and he says, "Father, yes, Peter, it's me. You've been gone for like." 10 years, 11 years. I know, Peter. I want to... That was completely wrong. I mean, Spider-Man. Green Goblin, you ain't got shit on me. Uh, no, I, I want no. I want the yeah. father to get kicked in the dick. You know, like... Oh, oh, no, Peter. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, like, Peter, I'm here to bridge the... <laughs> <laughs> it was, and the worst part is that's with Spidey strength. Yeah, oh wow! Spidey. Spidey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let, let's talk about um, let's like let's talk about uh, let's talk about Tom Holland now. Uh, he's now going to get his second Spider-Man movie. Uh, he's been in both Avengers movies, Infinity War. He's also been in Endgame. So, uh, what do you guys? What do you? What do you? What do you, what do you guys think about him as a newcomer? As you know. He's my precious. Precious little angel, dude. Honestly, you like him that much, yeah. huh? I love the boy. I, want to, I want to, I want to take care of him. <laughs> He's not a pet, dude. Nah, dude. Like, I'd be like chilling. You hungry or something? Like, I want to give him some food. I don't know. Like, I just feel very, I feel very weird about him. <laughs> like, I love this. It's beautiful. He's such a precious little angel, dude. <laughs> And like, and like worse, it's even it, it gets even worse when you find out that Tom Holland behind the scenes really is such a sweetheart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he, I think he said it a lot before that the role of Peter Parker is not hard to play because it's just him. Yeah, he said it. He said yep. it a couple of times. It's why he fits it so well. 
Yeah. My, oh my gosh. Like, it, yeah. His his role of Peter Parker in Spider-Man is absolutely incredible, especially with Spider-Man just barely starting out. It's, you know what? What can I say that hasn't already been said? Tom Holland is the Spider-Man of the next gen. He probably I, the, 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 he must be the Spider-Man for a long time. Yeah, I, I think ago. I think he is the definitive Spider-Man. I think this is it. I think we found it. This is it, Chief. I think uh, you know. <laughs> I think this is beautiful. And uh, honestly, I'm 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 kind of with Colonel Mustard. I, I really want to protect this kid, and and I understand. <laughs> uh, like when you when you watch these movies, when when you watch uh you know uh, the first Spider-Man, when you watch Avengers, when you watch Infinity War, when you watch Endgame, and how much everybody goes out of their way to protect him. It's it's you know this was a complaint actually by a lot of a lot of Marvel fans who were like oh why are they protecting Spider Man so much and it's because he's a fucking kid he's sixteen years old brother yeah yeah people forget that Spider Man started in high school yeah yeah and he's still in high school yeah so I I, I you know I I I never find that argument I never could I because you know you guys you guys both know me I have to take both sides into account but that is an argument I could just never get behind. Like, he, he, oh, but they protect him so much. He's so protected. He's a superhero. I'm like, he's a fucking kid. He's a kid. You know, like, uh, it, it, it reminds me of that, uh, the uh, the first Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, stopping uh, the train with the webs. And, you know, he faints. Oh, yeah. He faints and they start carrying him back. And they're all just remarking that Spider-Man is just a kid. Like, one of the guys even says, I got a, I got a, I got a son his age. And, and it was, it's just really really telling and really cool for me and i guess mustard as well uh you know to see them yeah. put spider-man in such a vulnerable place yes as a pro as proper because yes you're right he is just a kid he's barely learning and he makes mistakes but he's learning from it i mean just look at his uh fight in the civil war he spent more time admiring his enemy than actually fighting them yeah yeah, what wasn't uh, it, wasn't it Hawk that was like uh usually there's not that much talking and fighting kid. Yeah. You know, but uh, Whoa, was that a bionic alarm? <laughs> that right? is so and, cool. Right? Oh no, uh, oh but I but like I said, I just hope they do it. Please, Marvel, please don't even resolve your differences and just let it happen. Tom Holland's Spider Man versus Tom Hardy's Venom. I don't. I don't want it to be versus. I, I, I know it's gonna be, but I don't want <laughs> it to got, be. I think they're so be, fucking cool together. Um, they're both guys who are beloved by fans. Like these two clash. It's like like going back old school professional wrestling. It's Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, it is. That's that. This is basically what it is. Like it's the movies Hulk Hogan versus the movies Ultimate Warrior. And like I said, you're right. I don't want them to fight. I like. I hope it's a fight. It's like. It's like maybe like a little slap. Like, eh, okay, who's the bad guy? I would be totally fine with that. You know, it's like I'm totally fine with that. It's like, hey, kid, hey, all right, we fought. Now, who's the bad guy? That's it. I'd be totally cool with that. Ding, ding, ding. It's versus. That's it. Over. Oh uh, God, you you want them to pull like an NWO thing where they it looks like they're gonna fight. And they just like join forces instead. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Kind of like uh, what I they mean, did in Halo Five with the uh, Lock and Chief. Do you remember that? Oh yes, yes. They they really built up that part. Yeah. You know, Lock trying to hunt Chief and all, but but yeah, yeah. But, but in the end, they were like, "Hey, common enemies, let's do it." Yeah, I, I really hope they do that because 
I mean, I know they'll probably have to fight. I know a lot of people will want to see him fight, and particularly between two actors and two characters that are iconic in, in uh, comics. But I, I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it's, I don't think this one boils down to that. I don't think this one boils down to the characters. I think this one does boil down to the actors because Tom Hardy as Venom is as 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 fucking Eddie is probably the most lovable version of Eddie I have ever been privy to watch. Mm-hmm. And watching watching somebody like that who who is a lot like Spidey and year one Spidey who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing except he's a lot more violent and eats people. Uh, going up against a year one Spidey would would be really cool. I think it would be funny to see them try to figure out if one of them's a bad guy or not. I think that would be like I think that would be the the the, the conflict. Like one of them thinks the other one's a villain, and neither one of them really are. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, absolutely. That, I think that's how that's how it, it, it would. That's the only way it could, it could really happen, really. You know, considering uh, how both characters you know come into their own. So yeah, it would have to be like one of those uh, like a huge misunderstanding. So let's um, let's just beg the question here: How many fucking times can they kill Uncle Ben? As far as the action figures of it, many times he hits respawn, dude. <laughs> Uh, we can reboot the damn series. <laughs> yeah, no shit. We're we're on what three dead Uncle Bens now? This is three dead uncles right now. We got Ben, we got Benjamin, and we got uh Benny. Ben yeah. Money. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he what? just keeps he, he just goes behind stage, puts on a mustache, and comes back out. You know, hey, I'm your, I'm your wait, uncle wait, Peter. Wait. Did did Homecoming have an Uncle Ben that died? Or was he already dead when we got there? I think he was already dead. He was living with his aunt already. Yeah, he was living yeah. with Aunt May already. His Thank super Christ, hot dude. young aunt. Uh, yeah, no. So I, like, I just, I'm just like, this is like, there was even a Twitter meme, you know, like, uh, oh, we're gonna reboot Spider Man, and it's like uh, an, an Uncle Ben Twitter account. He's like, stop fucking killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh! Yo, I saw a comment saw on that. YouTube. I saw that. Of, I, I saw a comment on YouTube. I can't remember the life of me where it wrote it, but it was like it was like 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 some kid like just right goes, "See, I want to be Spider Man," and his uncle starts sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Okay, on the real though, Uncle Ben's rice, amazing rice. Uh, shout out to Uncle Ben. <laughs> I'll Please tell you, sponsor his us. Lives on. Please sponsor us, Uncle Ben's right. We're on your side. We're tired of you getting shot too, homie. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! Stop okay. shooting, Uncle Ben. <laughs> so th- uh, this is all, of course, leading into the tie-in of Tom Holland being uh, cast as Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie. What do you guys think about this? Because I have thoughts. So let's start with uh, let's start with mustard here. Uh, dude, I I don't know enough about the games or anything because right? I didn't play Uncharted. So I, you go, you take the lead on this one, my man. Alrighty then. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't play the Uncharted series. I didn't I don't know very much about the game. I know the, basically the bare bones of the plot, and that's pretty much it. That's all I really know. I I can't comment on it. But Tom Holland is a dope actor and i'm sure he's gonna do a great job that's all i got for you back to you <clears throat> back to you dj <laughs> yeah. all righty then talk about being under the bus anyway <clears throat> sorry dude <laughs> uh yeah i get it i get it uh interesting cast uh nathan drake 
I mean, you know, he falls in the same line of categories like Laura Croft and uh, Indiana Jones and, and what. Uh, what says Nathan Drake apart is like because he does have that charm. I think Tom Holland can pull off that charm. He also is a uh, one quipper. The thing is, he is kind of like uh, what you know Peter Parker is. It's like he's like literally a guy like you know he he hunts treasure. He's a treasure hunter or you know archaeologist, what you want to call it. He's, and, he's, a, he's a tomb raider. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say I don't know if he's like you could say he's a nerd, but he's he's he he does do a lot of one liners. Eddie and a lot of crap just happens to him, like. You know, it's like something happens, like, oh, come on, really? Or it's like, oh, like, you know, but like, you know, like this stone wall and these clients about to fall over, like, come on, no, 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 no. Yeah, he does have a charm. So, I think he could pull it off, but we'll see. But truth be told, I, but I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. I mean, I want to see more, you know, footage. I want to see a proper trailer before I can really throw my real two cents on in on it because I know Nathan Drake. And I believe Tolan can pull it off, but you know, but I really want to see an actual shot. You know, I want to see footage first. All right. Well, now that you guys have uh, both kind of splooged all over each other, I am. I think Nathan Billy would have been better. That's exactly where I'm going. I think this is a horrible misstep. I think. (laughs) No, no, no. Nathan Fillion actually. responded to a, uh, a YouTuber's request to have him play Nathan Drake in a short film on YouTube. Have you guys seen this? No. Negative. Yeah. All right, so we're not going to watch it, but I'm going to bring it up real quick on the screen so we can watch it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> not going to watch it, but we're going to watch it. Well, we're going we're gonna to watch a couple of... We're going to watch, like, I don't know, we'll watch a minute or two. Um, so... Uh... He actually, yeah, see, like this was... Oh, uh, you already watched it? <laughs> fuck yeah, I already watched it. I've watched this thing like six times. So we're going to watch this. Uh, we're going to watch a couple of minutes of this. And this is, uh, I think this is a horrible misstep. I think for the age that Nathan Drake is, I think, uh, I, I, I think, I just think he's, uh, Tom Holland is too young an actor. And, uh, yeah, and still too I, early in his career to do something like this. Something so heavy yeah. that requires a lot. So... Uh, let's go ahead and watch a minute or two of this and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll read this real quick. The following is intended for entertainment purposes only and is not endorsed by or associated with Naughty, uh, Sony, Naughty Dog, LLC, or any of their affiliate companies. It is not for sale, distribution, or online monetization. All characters and associated names and references are copyright and trademark of the respective holders. This is, uh, this falls under fair use. Uh, we're, we're not trying to monetize this. We are actually commenting on it. So if anybody wants to try to bust us on this, welcome to fair use law. So let's watch this. Alfonso de Albuquerque. That guy must have a shit time trying to sign his name. <laughs> Probably just as a classic game. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody else does. Yeah, the, the Alfonso de... Fuck, Alfonso de... A B, fuck it. Yep. Gotta make sure to get that car logo. Oh yeah, we know we gotta have it. We gotta have it. They're and, always uh, black. And once what, again, what you... this is just this is just a YouTube video. This is this is not professionally made. This is made as a passion project. So it's a shot of a GoPro. <laughs> It's essentially shot on a, I think this was on a, on a small crane. And I'm with you there, DJ. Why do they have to be black? Why couldn't they have put, like, red cars? Right? White. Something. That's racist. You know? That's inconspicuous. 
Did you say it's racist? No! Who said that? No, I'm kidding. And this is so well shot. Did you get it? No. This is all he had on him. What a big boy. That is a very large... I don't know, does he, does he look Hispanic? He doesn't look Hispanic. He looks like Filipino. It's a very large man. He's a very large man. We'll leave, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, he's large and intimidating. That's all you need. Yeah. Fellas. You need to... Nathan Drake. He's a bit. In the flesh. Legendary treasure hunter. Explorer. Historian. Entrepreneur. Thief. Hair model. Whoa. Hey. I think you have me confused with somebody else, pal. The man responsible for finding El Dorado, Corvera, my lost remote. Oh, then yes, okay, then yeah, that's me. Yeah. Last yeah, night yeah. in antiquities, collector held a private auction in La Paz. <clears throat> a rare item of great value was stolen. All right, just because just because we're big right guys doesn't mean we always have to have a deep voice. So Thank imagine you. Imagine my surprise when I find out Look at Mike that Tyson. Nathan Drake Look at the rock. is in town. <laughs> Sounds like quite a coincidence. I'd say. R.I.P. Cade. Tell me. What exactly is this? That is a compass. Perhaps we can use it to find this fellow a haircut that didn't go out in the 90s. Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> That's Nathan. That's definitely yeah. Nathan. <laughs> You're a funny guy. Huh? <laughs> I said you need to fix his hair and he'd be Where perfect. <laughs> well, he had a bag on his head, to be fair. My employer mm. is not a man you want to cross. You've already made him quite angry. I, I want to hear this dude just it's sing like some old crooner tales. Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> Let's try this once more, shall we? Before I violently remove something you care deeply about. So, does that mean if I care deeply about you, you'll leave? <laughs> okay. Okay. You, you see what I mean, though? We'll like, he has the gravitas to play this role. With He's literally born to play this role. I, I don't know what the fuck Hollywood executives is thinking. The only thing I could think of is uh, maybe they're going to play Nathan Drake when he first starts out. That's the only thing I could think of. Because, like year one? Yeah, I think that's, that's, that, that, that's the only thing I could think of because, you know, you are right. Like, Tom Holland seems a bit young to play the role. I agree. Uh, look who it is. It's the general. Which one? Uh, Avatar. Pulling up plans for the house oh. now. Let's keep those guys busy a little longer. Say you're not about to get your finger removed from some fella named LT Greg. I'm not sure that's the body part they're thinking of removing. Hope he goes back for Avatar 2. I want to resurrect it. I don't care. But Bruce Campbell oh, should play Sully. That's LT Gray? <laughs> Thank God. Guys. <laughs> Seriously. That's you guys, you got me. You got me. That was 
Well presented. I was scared. Have fun. All right, we're gonna watch just a little bit more of this, and we'll uh, we'll come back to this. Hey there, little guy. Hey there, little guy. What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> right, yeah. Right. All right. Jesus, sweeties. Yeah. So this, like I said, I think it's a horrible misstep. Uh, but we're gonna go ahead and dead that subject and and move on. So, so it's time to it's time to head to the trailer park and check out some trailers and talk about movies. So, uh, first things first, Dark Phoenix. Worst rated X Men movie of all time. What do you guys think? I haven't wa- I haven't seen it, and I don't think either one of you have. But let's just talk about that news. Let's just talk about this thing rated lower than Logan, X Men Origins, Wolverine, First Class, uh, the the original Dark Phoenix saga from X Men Three. Uh, what do you guys What do you guys think about this? Do you, Do you think this was a studio's fault, uh, writer's fault? Do, do you think that it's just it's just been a clusterfuck from the beginning? DJ, Ooh, take it away. Say again. Said DJ, take it away. Oh yes, of course. Why not? Jeez. <laughs> uh honestly, look. <clears throat> this movie. I just can't. I can't think. But you know, honestly, is like, was it necessary? You know, like that's the first thing I could think of. But if we're gonna go out, you might go out big. But honestly, I think it should have stopped with Apocalypse because you know, I, I'm sorry, like Apocalypse taking on Year One X Men. Apocalypse should have stomped them. But whatever. Yep. You you mean Ivan Ooze? That's Power Rangers, dude. <laughs> He looks like Ivan News. No, fuck you. We're gonna, we're gonna. Hold on, hold on. Oh boy, here we go. Jeez. You gotta fucking tease me, motherfucker. Oh yes, yes, apocalypse. Okay, hold on. Okay, give me a clear shot of him. Come on. It's right there at the top. You missed it. Let's get right a. There. Let's get a. He's holding his arms out. Let's get that one. Then we're gonna open up this one. Remember those folks that man is uh, a real hard on for this character. Well, Apocalypse is like a really, really big thing. I don't see a resemblance there, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, they they, 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 they can both frown. Okay, great. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't have a better shot of Apocalypse. I, like, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. Like, look at the, look at the headgear. Look, look, look at the headgear and like the the, the really purple <laughs> dude, coloring. Dude, 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 it's okay. It's the same guy. Because they both have the same scowl. Woo. Okay, like, dude. dude nah, fuck you, buddy. Okay. Anyways, getting back to it. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. They both get scowled. It's the same guy. (laughs) 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 Well, anyways, I don't know. Uh, Oh, appropriate. (laughs) Gotta hit him with it. Alright, so <laughs> getting back to it, you assholes. Fuck you guys. 
it sucks. It sucks to see that they uh, they made a that they made a bad X Men movie, dude. Because like X Men is probably one of the beloved fucking you know you know trilogies or what like you know anthologies. I guess you could call it now. Um, it's I think they told the tale of X Men extremely thoroughly and well, and they even did branch offices like you know solo movies and everything or logan i feel like it's beating a dead horse at this point and people are kind of starting to realize it like it's almost uh, and and i'll use this as comparison as much as i fucking want to it's almost as that at that fast and furious point you know yeah which is ridiculous yeah it's almost there dude like it really is and at least and i could say the same thing about marvel with the avengers and all that shit but at least they're keeping the audience enticed they're telling fresh content they're telling stories that are relevant they they tie up loose ends x-men does not do any of that shit they leave so many loose ends there's so many plot holes what timeline are we in Who, who's this what what version of this person is this you know what i mean and like yeah that's kind of that's that's the joke deadpool made you know mcavoy or yeah. uh uh, McAvoy or, or what, what? I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Nice, Malkovich. No, 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 Professor X. Uh... Xavier. Yeah, no, no, like the the actors that play him. It's uh, it's it's James McAvoy and. Oh my God! Don't tell me you forgot his name, dude. I did. Wow. Well, you're well, not saying you. it. It's like you don't. I'm not telling you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. It's Captain Picard, dude. Yeah, that's not his goddamn name, though. (laughs) Patrick Stewart. Patrick Patrick Stewart, Stewart, thank you. Oh my god, I lose nerd points for that. Patrick Stewart. That is, that's really embarrassing. Oh god, that's two fails for me. Alright, so, um, so, yeah, like, Deadpool made the joke, though, McAvoy or Stewart, you know, so, keep, keep going, like, it's, it's, like, like, how many different versions of the fucking X-Men can we have, right? Yeah, for real, dude, mm-hmm. uh, at this point, like I said, it's beating a dead fucking horse, and I feel like the audience is kind of at the same point that I am with the whole Fast and Furious thing, I really do think so. Yeah, although, I'm disappointed, because they, they pretty much market it as, as like, the last X-Men movie. And I'm, I'm like, really bumped out because I really thought they were going to do, like, an X-Men-Deadpool crossover. Proper. We we might still get that. that that's actually something that Hugh Jackman and both uh, uh, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds have teased. That uh, if this is Fast and the Furious, then they're going to be Hobbs and Shaw. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... I don't know, man. I, I, I'm I with you guys. I, th- I think at this point it's just exhaustion from uh, bad storytelling, bad marketing, really really good casting, though. That's 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 the worst part. It's, it's a waste of really good actors on almost every <clears throat> level. And Yeah, uh, dude, you got Jennifer Lawrence on there. You got the... Malcolm McAvoy is his name, right? Huh? Like the Professor X, his name is what? Mal- Mal- what? Yeah, John... Um, they made me forget his fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, let's, let's just move, move on, on. Okay, let's just fucking move on. Yeah, fuck. All right, we'll, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll just we'll just end it on this then. Uh, yeah. Good riddance to Great bad rubbish. Sucks potential. Yeah. So let's talk about the new, uh, the newly announced X uh, X. Fuck. <laughs> this is this has got me so horrible, dude. Uh, 
All right, the new Ghostbusters 3 cast has uh, somewhat... Uh, yeah, it's right here. Right here. Right there. Uh, original cast members, including nice. Sigourney Weaver, have been reportedly... Reportedly. Reportedly. Does that include Rick Moranis? Uh, I don't know. Rick Moranis is officially retired from acting. What a bitch, dude. So Honestly, Jason, what, a, what a bitch. No, nah, like he, he's... Damn, dude. He, he, might, he might come back considering like how old his kids are now. Uh, but um, we're, we're going to see. So Jason Reitman, uh, the son of, the son of the original director, Ivan Reitman, uh, uh, did talk about the upcoming 2020 sequel, which uh, was... Uh, from, it was just going to be a direct sequel to the original one in 1984. Uh, don't know their connection. Don't know their connection uh, to the new cast. If there is a new cast or if there is going to be like uh, a passing of the torch. But we do have Sigourney Weaver, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, and Bill Murray have all read the script. And I think we have uh, Weaver, Aykroyd, and Ernie Hudson have all confirmed that they are in and they're ready. Uh, Bill Murray is the other one that I believe is still on the fence. So, oh my god, let's um, this is a passion project at this point. Oh, hold on a sec, hold on, hold on. We, we uh, however, during an interview with Parade Magazine, Weaver herself confirmed that she will be in the movie along with Murray and Aykroyd. Hey, we got a fucking Bill Murray! Wow, a Bill Murray has appeared. <clears throat> a wild yeah, Bill Murray has like... appeared. Yeah, wow. You know, and like I said, dude, like I love this, but like I said, it's a little bit of bittersweet. I mean, the fact that uh, Harold Ramis had to die for Murray to even consider this role. Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that was the catalyst. I, I can't. I can't yeah, agree I don't with that. Either, man. Well, yeah. maybe not. I, maybe it's just personally. It's just that I just really wish it was. Ramis was alive to see, you know, to be part of this, you know? Yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can go with that one. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have a whole bunch of people confronted. I mean, I mean I, no matter what the fuck happens, if it is the passing of the torch to a new generation of Ghostbusters, whatever it is, I'm in. <laughs> should have been, been what the 2016 movie should have been. Don't, yeah. Let's not talk about that. We're not talking yeah. about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, he who shall not be named. <laughs> uh, We're not talking <laughs> That's like the third Spider-Man. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about yeah. it. So, uh, I mean, what do you guys think? Are you guys as in as I am, or am I alone in this? Dude, I'm in. All dude, in. I am so in. The moment they announced the original... Dude, enough said. Like, do you even have to ask? You you get, get, yeah. Just don't forget your bottle of lotion, because Sigourney Weaver's going to be in there, okay, do you? Right, honestly. Shit, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's already there. I'm already there. I, I've already I've already gone to all my major theaters and hit giant bottles of uh, Lubriderm in <laughs> various places. So when this comes out, I'm Jerry gonna be there. The right, he bought every <laughs> ticket in for his personal theater, doing hand exercises. Yeah, already. A long time. Hell yeah, dude. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that that was a quick uh, that was a quick subject. So I wanted to talk about the end of the new Star Wars, the Skywalker Rising uh, movie that is going to come out. Uh, everybody and their mother has played the trailer, so we're not going to. We're just going to talk about uh, the idea that after <coughs> this movie, Star Wars is officially shelved. What do you guys think? Really? No, yes. wait, no, because I'm pretty sure uh, they were mentioning that the Rise of Game of Thrones is going to actually start making the, the Star Wars Old Republic movies. Uh the old Republic yeah. movies are, are gonna they're not they're not gonna be movies. It's a miniseries. Yes. It's the same thing with the spin Mandalorian. Spin-offs and shit like don't count, I don't think. 
I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, but, you know, but like, you know, but I was, I was just saying, it's like, no, this thing could be shelved. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, shelved. It, it's shelved. There is no more no, Star actually, Wars movies. Yeah, standalone uh, Star Wars movies are not going to happen anymore. So no, no what, what's going to happen is it's, hey. it's all going to be miniseries on the new Disney, uh, the new Disney streaming service. So we're going to have the Mandalorian. We might have uh, a, a Lando Calrissian miniseries. We we're going to have uh, another miniseries concerning a couple other things, including the rise of of uh, the the Knights of Ren. So the, the 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 Star Wars name, though the the official Star Wars movies are shelved. All right. Good. You, hey, guys, hey, you hey, guys, you really think hey, that bad or what? Like the backlash of Solo okay. was that was that epic, huh? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it was. They canceled a lot of projects because of that, dude. Because yeah, Solo yeah. was fucking terrible. Everybody knew. Bad. Everybody oh. knew that this oh, is Disney trying to milk everything that they fucking can out of this series, and that's exactly how you ruin a series. You know what I mean? Like. That's but Solo, why I, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Solo wasn't though. The people demanded a Han Solo backstory, like they they it was uh, it was it was right it was yeah. right around the time of Rogue One, when Rogue One was being oh, announced God, and dude, everything. Rogue One, was, Rogue One was, was was awesome. Fuck you. Oh boy, here we go. Rogue One was fucking terrible, dude. It was so bad. What do you mean? How was it awesome? Tell me, please. Honestly. It took a lot. Yeah. It took uh, with. Let's look at the Star Wars itself. It, this is literally a civil war. So you uh, take away all the mysticism, which is the Jedi. You take away uh, all the uh, all the major components of the Empire, which is Palpatine and uh, you know uh, Grand Moss and all of them. What you really have is a ground war, and none of the Star Wars yeah. movies at that point had shown anything regarding the ground war, the actual people in the fight, the fighters and everything else that was getting nitty-gritty, the people dying in the trenches. We hadn't seen that in the Star Wars before. So when... when, when what, what fucking... Ooh. Which one? Clone I, Wars, bro. What do you mean? You had fucking Mace Windu down there, literally underneath all the Stormtrooper ships with the fucking droids. Everybody was down there fighting together you had jedi you had regular foot soldiers from the rebellion you had everybody in the clone wars yeah but like i said that's still the mysticism you still have the power of the jedi on your side you got fucking mace windu and they still almost got clapped bro i don't still don't see the problem the problem is is that when you when you add in mysticism when you add in the jedi the danger level drops significantly okay, so and i and I guess this is why I didn't like that movie because it, it, the story behind Rogue One is literally pointless. But it is canon. Quite, it's canon, dude. But it's pointless. It's literally pointless. You're not gonna. What I what I see what happened was I see Disney wasting oh, so much money and so much acting and so much production value on a little fucking conversation that they had. In a new hope for like maybe a minute and a half. Like they, they they took that minute and a half and expanded it into its whole standalone movie. But they didn't. They completely... talked. About it. No, they talked about it in the original trilogy a lot. They actually talked about it in Empire <clears throat> as well. They talked about the spy networks and they talked about all the people on the ground that were doing the work. Like this is not something that's just out of the blue. This has been established in the original trilogy that there was spies, there was spy games, there was war and uh, and ground conflicts. So they were taking all, all this stuff that was mentioned and they just put it into a story. 
but it was unnecessary, and there was way too much talking, way too much dialogue for something that could have been explained in, like, five minutes, really. Like, well, I, I, I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. They, they did try to make a magnum opus out of a fucking action movie. Yeah, dude, it was just way too much talking, way too much substance for not enough substance, if that makes any sense. So, um... I mean, like, like Rogue One to me was awesome because, like I said, I, I, I like, uh, like DJ really wants to see the the human machine war from the Terminators. I always wanted to see the ground conflict in, uh, in Star Wars. I wanted to see the people that were dying. I wanted to see what this actually looked like as a war, rather it's not than a, it's not a context. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like, without without the Jedi and without the, you know, the Imperial, uh, you know, forces and the, and the Star Destroyers and everything, I really wanted to see uh, the same thing. I wanted to see the ground war, and Rogue One gave me that, and I'm, I liked it. But to be fair, Darth Vader was in it. Darth Vader did kick the shit out of everybody at the end there. For like, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, for <laughs> a like, yeah. Got quick, thrown in there. the plans. Get the plans. Why are you be a meat shield? <laughs> He's just, just go, just go, I got it. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 I, that dude was virtuous as fuck because I would have grabbed that goddamn disc before the first L in let's, and in, 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 no, the, before the first J in just go. He, I would have got the disc and he'd be like, J oh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I would have thrown everybody in my way trying to, trying to at least hopefully slow down Vader for like a millisecond. Because it was it was beautiful, honestly. Like we're we're not supposed to cheer for the bad guys, but Darth Vader is one of those bad guys we cheer for. And that little scene, that just two minute scene, was motherfucking epic. My heart sank in that scene, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> the way he was like represented in the in that movie, like just cinematically, and like you know, it's just so good, dude. It's so menacing and terrifying. Like you really feel like, holy shit, this is this is popping off right now, you know. Yeah, I, I did like that because all three of us really immerse ourselves. We really do. Uh, when we watch yeah. a movie, we really, really immerse ourselves. And uh, I think we can all agree that when that fucking the, the lights went down and that door opened and that fucking lightsaber just fired on, I think all of us shit our pants just a little <laughs> I, bit. No, I did. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. I was like, "Where is Vader? Where is Vader? Where is Vader?" You know, it's like, "Oh, there's Vader!" Oh, oh shit, there's Vader! <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, yes, there's Vader! Oh god, there's Vader! <laughs> you know, wait. <laughs> I severely regret this decision. Okay, so back. To Fucking, we, we really, really, really digress when we get into these subjects. And honestly, we really yeah, fucking know. digress. We can oh, talk about if the Star Wars new truly was good or bad. That's literally the fucking question that we have here. And uh, and one okay. thing I'm gonna say: this is my little spiel, okay? If you will, spiel it, dude. The architect, the archetypes in huge cinematic and like you know immersive movies like this are literally just the same thing over and over and over again i have the same complaint with marvel and every literally every fucking superhero movie made in the last 10 years dude the archetypes of these stories the rise and fall the anticlimactic the, the the hero who has a climactic rise and then fucking dies and then gets everything taken away from him but you know what i mean like dude it's so lazy it's so lazy it's such a lazy way of storytelling and 
I do feel like Star Wars is extremely guilty of that as well. But the humor, you know, the the CGI and the actual ability to tell a story is what saves it, you know? Yeah, very much so. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I just think they're lazy, and I think that they were just, again, it was just Disney trying to milk whatever they could. But well, I, 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 I agree and I disagree, and here's why. Uh, when When the prequels came out, Everybody complained. Everybody complained. This isn't Star Wars. This is so much bureaucracy, and this is so much you're talking, and and you know it's not Star Wars. Why are there Jedi diplomats? And then there was so much backlash on that. And then we have the the new trilogy kicking off with Daisy Ridley and uh, all these new cast, and the the first movie came out and then what happened all these fucking star wars assholes it's just a new hope it's just a new hope redone so then what the fuck do you want what do you want where is the formula that's good with you pieces of shit i think you're gonna get an original story like the original fucking prequels or you're gonna get an homage like like we like we did with the first one. Uh, I, I can't remember the fucking title of the first the, the new trilogy. Uh, but Force the Awakens. Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Like, are, are you gonna are you gonna get a rehash or or do you want a new story? Which fucking one is it? Make up your goddamn mind. <clears throat> but like, it quite literally is the same shit though. Well, it, yeah, it is. But at the same fucking time, anytime they deviate from that, you know, like we got we get Solo and, and the backlash that fucking came from that. Like, any time they deviate from the same fucking formula that these assholes have fucking shoved down everybody else's throats, we get so much backlash that goddamn whole series get canceled. They should have just let it die, bro. They should have just left Star Wars as it was. Like, we got the prequels that we wanted, because there were people that asked for the prequels. It was, it was a very, very demanded thing that we we got to know what the fuck happened before everything happened. You know what I mean? That was a very well, yeah. big thing. But once they were so poorly done, you know, by the studio and the production is fucking terrible, <laughs> like, people really regretted that decision. Like, I agree with that, and I do kind of see a point, but... A whole, basically, reboot of, like, literally the same timeline, like, of the same story of everything. I don't know. I can't justify it. DJ, what do you stand on this? You, you've been quite silent. Uh, about, about, the, about the new trilogy? Yeah. Basically, uh, I thought the first one was alright. Yeah, it's an homage, but, you know, I mean, it's a fun ride. I get it. The second movie, oh boy. <laughs> like okay, look. My whole thing is, and Dead Man can attest to this. When you do in a series, especially a trilogy, I always go by the rule of just because something starts off good doesn't mean it's going to stay good. Right. And the second movie was a huge misstep, and I am being generous when I say that. And it I, was I, so I, bad that they actually brought back J.J. Abrams saying, please, you know, save us, save the trilogy, save the third movie. Well, I mean, they shouldn't have fucking fired him in the first place. Like, the, the, the success that he had with the with the, the Force Awakens was, it was good. It was a, it was really good. You know, like, assholes like us that are really analytical, that, that see through the fucking haze and the bullshit and say, yeah, this was an homage to uh, the original trilogy. Uh, we we enjoyed it. 
But at the same fucking time, you know, uh, we still have all these backlash. It happens any time something with the name Star Wars is attached to it. So they fired him, and we got the second fucking movie, which wasn't bad. I liked it. But it wasn't I actually good. Didn't like it. Yeah, like, yeah, it wasn't it's, bad, it's but it wasn't those, good. Yeah, it's one of those you can enjoy it, but you know why people are complaining about it. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. You know, it's, it's one of those movies. And the thing is, is that to fix everything they had to bring back jj abrams because jj abrams set up like literally like so much it's like you can't mess he this did. up you have to try <clears throat> i literally gave you a blueprint for the next two movies just follow the blueprint that's all you have to do and, yeah, they, the and guy, they took it and fucked it yeah they did yeah, yep. yeah. you have to try to do that and, <laughs> and he tried well, and, also carrie fisher didn't really help with the process you know of everything mm. what do you mean like her, her whole general thing, general Skywalker thing was like very essential to the timeline and, and the movies in, in the second trilogy, because she was essentially the one leading the rebellion, you know. Right. And when she died, obviously the character has to die too. So, well, she had already done all her parts by the time she'd passed away. And yeah, it, but and like, it's how's not that General Skywalker; it's General Organa. You. Oh my bad, dog. Casual. Ah, uh, dude, you're right. Ah, oh, shit. Well, they're sisters and brother. Whatever, bro. Whatever. No, no, no. no. They kissed. <laughs> well, to be fair, that's Dead your Man, fail. You wait, wait. To be fair, Dead Man, you did mess up with Patrick Stewart, so you can give him. Oh that. no, I own my two fails. No, he 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 put the sound for him too. It's it's fine. I deserve it. Yeah, All right, enough. so let's let's move uh, on. Let's move on from this. Uh, let's go ahead and dead this and move on to our next subject because I know we all have lives. We. We got uh, we got things to do. So uh, let's talk about let's talk about a little bit of music here. Uh, me and DJ and Mustard are all giant fans of the band Slipknot. And what's recently happened is apparently, um, let me oh, sorry, I'm, I, I can't spell embezzlement. Um, <laughs> Uh, apparently, recently it became known that American education, baby. Uh, Corey Taylor and one of the other uh, members of Slipknot have been embezzling from the Slipknot brand, and he lost the lawsuit recently. And uh, he was apparently they were funneling money into their own private projects and company from uh, the official Slipknot name, Slipknot Corporation. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the thing is, is that uh. I don't know. Like, like that's illegal. You can't do that. That's very well, illegal. That, that's why it's called embezzlement. But uh, like, I, I I find this really hard uh, for me personally because I did do a YouTube video with Hengel, uh, and we did use I think it was like a total of thirty two seconds of their song, but it was cut up so it wasn't twenty one seconds at a time. And uh, Roadrunner Records, their 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 record company, actually uh, tried to copyright claim us, and yep. and, they, and they succeeded. So I don't know. I don't know. Like this is hard for me because having that happen to me kind of confirms the idea that money is now a lot of Slipknot's focus. So yep. Let's talk about it. Like, what, what do you guys? What do you guys think? Ooh well, boy, this is a mess. That's okay. Well, from being in a band with other people and Savinas, check them out. Yeah. <laughs> Please, if you, if you want. Um, you know, 
you have to develop a trust with your bandmates. You have to. It's literally like you have to have full transparency with everything because once one person starts asking questions, there's all these, there's all this, you know, manifestation of suspicion of, of everybody else and the, like accusations of this, this, and that. So Corey Taylor, and I think it was Mick Thompson who also was was in when cahoots with each other. Yeah, a lot of this has been redacted to because yeah. of the because of the uh, settlement. So it's, yeah, it's hard to, to get any. Yeah, yeah, it's hard but, to get any real handle on this. Yeah, yeah, but like initially though, it was Corey and Mick that were making the decisions to sub to to siphon money out, and I feel like if there was a literally just a transparent discussion, you know, and maybe like some contracts rewritten or revisited everything would have turned out fine but when you don't tell people you're doing things and you do them anyway that can cause huge trouble and literally it's just a a, a huge case of i fucked up yeah and, and i think we we i think all three of us here have a unique perspective on this because uh me and dj we had a youtube channel and on the the the, the possible monetary uh Gain was always kind of a bit of a contention point for all of us. Not that it, not that the, not that it was a bad thing, but it was always a, a matter of discussion that we never came across with a clear picture. So, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, same with the band. Yeah. Same, honestly, us, same fucking thing. So, uh, DJ, what's your take on all this? <clears throat> uh you know, this is really all fresh for me. I'm, just, I'm honestly, I'm still just trying to take it all in, really. You know, it's like trying to, you know, you're going home and you realize there's a pile of shit on your lawn. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to run that back, Chief. Can you explain that a little to me, please? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, like I said, I mean, I just, you know, honestly, I'm kind of waiting for the story to be officially. Because right now I'm just like, I just can't believe you know this is happening right now. Okay, well, what do you, what do you think about the whole fucking over your bandmates thing after you've been together for 15 years? Like, what do you what, what's your take on that? What do you think drove Corey and Mick to do that kind of shit to Chris? You know, like what do you, what do you think? Okay, like this is just speculation, but yeah. maybe they got tired of being paid nine ways. <laughs> a paycheck cut nine ways is a bit of a problem. Uh, you, so- you know, like. Because, you know, yeah. that's honestly, like I said, I mean, I'm just guessing, I'm just spitballing here. But, you know, when you're in a band, you know, everyone knows when you're, especially when you're a professional, the band gets paid last. They're the last ones to get paid. You know, after everyone else, the last ones get paid. So, you know, so, you, so after everyone else takes their cut of the money that you personally own, then you take that money and you split it nine ways. And that's not even including, like, you know, how much they're paying their agent. Right. Uh, okay, so, so let, let, here's 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 a bit of a story right, from yeah. Loudwire.com. It says, with Chris Finn out of Slipknot after over 20 years, the question is, who will become part of the Nine? Uh, before it was officially announced that Finn was done with Slipknot, news broke of a lawsuit claiming the band had been withholding money from the percussionist. Uh, Taylor labeled the allegations as bullshit, adding, uh, wait till the truth comes out. On Twitter, fans suggested Slipknot bring back formal, okay, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you think it's dickish trying to be wrongfully accused of stealing money from someone you cared about and having a lot of your fans believe it. Um, Chris Fan has yet to comment on his departure, and I'm pretty sure that's a legal maneuver. 
So uh, this is the official statement from the band, released uh, March 18th. Slipknot's focus on making album number six and our upcoming shows around the world our best ever. Chris knows why he is no longer a part of Slipknot. We are disappointed that they chose to point fingers and manufacture claims rather than doing what was necessary to continue to be part of Slipknot. We would have preferred he not take the path that he has, but evolution in all things is a necessary part of life. Long live the knot. So this is this is kind of like like it's just a bunch of finger pointing at this time, but there is a fucking lawsuit that's happening right now. Yeah, there is a major investigation that did get conducted and was found in favor of chris already so like, yeah i mean like uh so i don't know like like we've we've uh, i mean uh with uh with our youtube channel with me and dj uh the monetary thing was well, it didn't become an issue for us we we all just kind of brushed it out to the side uh, so, uh, yeah. so it was never a real thing but uh with you being one of the most popular bands in all of el paso uh, uh how was how was uh how how was was this kind of an issue with you guys as well or oh hell yes brother we had okay i'm not any dropping any names okay i'm not gonna drop any names or positions or whatever the fuck yes dude there was members of the band would take money from uh our savings and would take merchandise and do whatever they please with it and they would take money that we would earn from shows and use it to their own personal benefit and then leave the band whatever was left over like this does happen because because people think they are entitled when you start something with somebody and you think you are entitled to whatever the fuck you want to do with that thing you know and that's right. not how it works when you see with my case was hold on give me one second i gotta burp off mic my case was Joe oh um the certain member thought he was entitled to treat the rest of the band however he wanted because he started it but the reality of the matter was we only got to where we were the point in our careers because of everybody working together and building together right and you had a gigantic support network uh, yeah, and when you take that out of consideration and when you take that that whole we we did this together aspect, when you take that out, this is what happens. This is exactly what happens. You get you get people trying to oh, they're just pointing fingers at me. Oh, they're just trying to bully me. They don't have all the facts. They're doing this this and that, but no, it's not the reality of the situation when you're focusing on yourself when you should be focusing on the entire band as an entity. Right. You know? Right. Like that's what happens. So this is unfortunate. We're all fans of Slipknot, and uh, we're 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 a little bit saddened to see uh, one of the original members uh, leave on such a term. But let's go ahead and move on. Uh, R. Kelly two days ago pled not guilty uh, to eleven counts, uh, eleven charges relating to uh, sexual misconduct, all sorts of fun stuff. He, he, he slipped by on the original charges when he was peeing on a girl, uh, 14 year old girl. Yeah. On a 14 year old girl. But this time there is a lot of new evidence, including messages, um, all sorts of crazy shit that's, that's, that's coming up. And he has now officially pleaded not guilty. Uh, um, yeah. Kelly's expected back in court, two twenty six. 
on June 26th when all four of the current Cook County cases against the singer will be addressed. Thursday's hearing come two days after the journalist and music critic Jim DeRogatis published a 300-page account of the nearly two decades that he spent reporting on Kelly and accusations of sexual and physical abuse. Uh, particularly against teenage girls and young women. Everything is against him. Kelly's lawyer, Steve Greenberg, argued at a press conference outside the courtroom on Thursday morning after the arraignment. He has also reiterated his claim that Kelly's accusers are not victims. Uh, Damn. That, that's a, yeah, that's, that's, a, <laughs> that's, that's a, a very fiery statement. language. Yeah, Bold statement right there. Oh, it pays off for him. We're going to see if it pays off for him, Cotton. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, so I, is he found not guilty or is he going back to court? I'm kind of confused. He's, go, he's going back to court. He has pled not guilty. So that means oh, that he's going to go to trial. Guilty. Okay. So, That's uh, way different than found not guilty. Yeah. So, I mean, this is music news. I mean, R. Kelly has been out of the spotlight for a while. Uh, he has been in numerous controversies. Uh, and, and, you know, some even stemming up now. Uh, so... I don't know. Like, like, is this something that is going to become more of a, a commonplace thing, especially with this Me Too environment? Or do you guys think that they're just really after Kelly for doing some shitty things? Like, what, what do you guys think? <sighs> oh, boy. Uh, okay, well, yeah, go ahead, DJ. Well, I, I was just going to say, look, I mean, if there's, like, new concrete solid evidence... Then no, I mean it could be just, you know, like it could be a little bit of both, you know, just you know, oh you got away from us once, but you know here we come again. It could be that, but it also could be like you know, like this guy's doing wrong. Now he's trying to pay the piper. If that's the case, I mean, look, and we discussed this earlier. R. Kelly should have gotten out after the first one. It's like I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm good. Retire. Live in the woods. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's away, like, from, I, away from other people and all that other shit. Um, pull up your pocket, fake your death, and move to Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, like, I don't know. I I, I think um, yeah. I think we I think we pretty much surmised it earlier that he should have just shit the fuck up and stayed away from people uh, for yeah, really. a while. But uh, do you do do you guys think that this is going to become more of an issue as time goes on? Do you think like there's going to be uh, more accusations towards other people, or do you think that this is just an isolated thing? You know, it all depends on the verdict, because a lot of the law really likes to take down celebrities because you know they can get away with a lot because they are celebrities, they're famous, they're rich, and. I think that, you know, if R. Kelly, you know, is found guilty, probably goes to jail or whatever, what have you, then you'll probably see a lot more of this you know, cases like this. Okay. Where, yeah, where uh, stars will be more held accountable for their actions and their behavior. I mean, we got Bill Cosby, but <laughs> that's that, that's what they where you could ignore. So that's like a lot of So you're saying that the, the, the outcome of this one is going to set the precedent well, I wouldn't say set the president, but maybe continue it because the president's already been set with like Bill Cosby and I think what well, even before Harvey him, Weinstein, yeah, you know, you know, even before him and like you know, and several others. I mean, it's already been set, but now they're just trying to establish it, build a foundation even more. I mean, you know, look at O.J. Simpson. Uh, you can really call this O.J. Simpson two point really. In a sense. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No. I, I don't think whoa, we're gonna... let me oh, explain. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me explain. Jesus, bro, no. 
What I mean is, is that <laughs> he had the first trial. He was found not guilty. He got away with what he did, right? Uh huh. And then the whole controversy, and then he stirred up the hornet's nets again with you know with his continued behavior. And you can literally contest R. Kelly with that. But the first time he got away with pretty much what he did, yeah. the law, exactly. He got away and with then, murder though, dude. Like that's a little. Well, different. no, but I, I just thought, I'm, I'm just saying like court and like getting away because they're celebrities, they're famous people, high profile cases. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know, and that's what okay. I, and that's what I'm talking about. You know, like you know, you have people getting away, and then like because you know they they mess up again, and he he, he go uh, he go. They throw the book you know, even harder this time, yeah. Exactly, and that's what I say. Like, oh, like uh, OJ Simpson, so Jesus Christ, you two, freaking take a pill, goddamn. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, dude. There's just a lot more to that case than just like he got away with murder. There, there's a lot more. To there was, that. Oh, yeah, there was, I mean, there was a lot of incompetence. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, there was a, a lot, lot of things like, wrong with that fucking you know, case. People man. saying like the jury, uh, Cochrane, like yeah, there was a lot of stuff. I'm just talking about like you know uh, results, the fucking. Play the play the fucking yeah yeah exactly you know like yeah I'm, I'm, I was waiting for that yeah no like I said, I'll talk about the results I'm like you like jeez you know seriously you two you know like you know drink uh, a coffee or something DJ Damn. just got flamed all right well let's go ahead and dead that subject and go ahead and start signing off so all right well. This has been a really good episode, and I think a lot of people are going to be happy. This is a longer episode, but I think we had a lot of stuff to cover, and uh, I had a lot of fun. So let's go ahead and start signing off. Then uh, we want to give a big shout-out to the Magic Squirrel Network. Uh, <clears throat> a personal friend of mine, Juice in the Morning, he's going to have a commercial somewhere in here. And um, uh, just thank you for everybody for listening. And a big shout-out to the Apple Store here in Indiana, Indianapolis that helped me out a lot. Uh, Danny Sexbang and uh, my new crippled black friend that was there. Uh, they're pretty cool cats, and I hope they're listening. There, there's your shout-out, guys. I told you I would. And um, uh, I don't know. Anything else to add, Mustard? Um, Destiny in the division of the same game. Fuck you. <laughs> I swear it's be the next podcast. Destiny the division. Go. Three hours, folks. Yeah, we're 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 gonna we're gonna we're gonna touch on that. All right, so mustard sign off. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Shout out to Magic Squirrel Network for being dope people. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in the next one. All right, say good night, DJ. Uh, good night, DJ. Thank you for uh, thank you for having us. Uh, awesome talking, and hope you all enjoyed the show. All right, good night, folks. Greetings, Earthlings. Juice in the Morning here. We are Unpredictable Talk Radio for Indianapolis. If you want to follow us on social media, our Instagram is at Juice in the AM. Our Twitter is at Juice in the AM. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Juice in the Morning. If you want to follow us personally, where can we find you, Johnny? If you're on Twitter, you can follow me at JB underscore Juice in the AM. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, it's Jonathan D. Bouton. If you can't spell my last name, that's your own fault. And since I am the Juice himself, you can follow me at Juice85OR7 on all social media. Once again, you can find us on podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Google Play, and you can stream us on Spotify. Time to blast off, and we'll see you in space, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Juice in the morning.